and welcome to the Spiritual Survivor Podcast. My name is Charlotte Ellis and I'm the voice for the unheard. I'm a rape and sexual assault survivor working to share my story and get up in everybody's faces about rape and sexual assault. So many young victims are not being heard and I feel it is now time to change this. Through different tools, techniques and spirituality, I have turned from victim to survivor and I want to show you how. Whilst educating and supporting the world on this silent subject, join me each week as we dive into my experiences from start, reporting it, court and to now. Let's stick together and make a difference for each other. Hey guys and welcome to the next podcast in this series. Now I know in my last podcast I said that I was going to be doing um, all about going to the police but to be honest I think the way that this is going to work is I'm just going to do what I feel and what I feel is right and at this very moment in time I'm not quite ready to do that bit yet. Um, I was really drawn this evening to write a letter to my employer, um, which I've put on my Facebook page. Um, I don't know why, I just had this huge bubbling feeling and I just started typing and I finished up 10 minutes later with quite a long letter. Um, So what I actually want to do is read that letter to you um, and that's what's going to be on this podcast. So it's only going to be a short one, but I feel I want to actually say it out loud now that I've typed it. So that's exactly what this podcast is going to be about tonight. Okay, so here we go. My letter is titled, A Letter to the Employer That Failed Me. I know that you won't even know that this has happened. I don't even know if you know who I am. A big corporate company that is highly successful, deemed to be a business that is within the top 100 businesses for treating their staff well. You even teach other businesses and give interviews on how well you treat your staff. But not me. Why was I singled out? Again, you as an owner of the company probably have no idea of what has happened because a business as successful with the high level of staff that you have, you have a very capable HR department. Or do you? Let me tell you exactly what happened at the beginning of 2017 whilst I was employed by you. I was raped on a Friday evening. My priority was my work, was my clients. The clients I loved, adored and didn't want to let down. My team, I couldn't let them down either. We were a tribe and a busy department as it was. I was released from the police station at 6am on Saturday morning. I got home, I showered, I went to sleep. I woke around 9am. My first thought was to call your HR department and tell them what had happened because I didn't want to loose you down. I spoke with a senior member of your HR department and explained that I probably was not going to be myself over the next coming weeks but I wanted to be back in work as soon as possible because my clients needed me and my team needed me. So two days after I was raped I walked back into your office. I sat at my desk and I proceeded to give the highest level of service that I had given my clients on the Thursday before. I spoke with HR and my various team leaders and managers just to make them aware that if for some reason I was to burst into tears and leave my desk, they would know why. Because of course, your targets and times on the phones were so important that my every move needed to be accounted for. For months I worked having the odd day off here and there, and still giving everything to my clients. A few months passed and all of a sudden my anxiety started to creep in. The reality of what had happened to me rose its sleepy head and bit me well and truly on the arse. 
because I was so concerned about your company, our clients and my reputation within your company, I decided to carry on as normal. But this suddenly didn't work for me. And that is why months later, my reality hit me. Throughout the months of me working full time and having little days off, I was in constant contact with your HR department. They were okay, allowing me into their office to cry and giving me the advice that they felt I needed. But when my reality really started to set in, this is where your HR department failed me as an employee. I started to take days off because I could not face getting out of bed. I could not face the world because I was frightened. I was back and forth to the police station and my body was still broken. I was called in for a meeting after meeting with your HR department because your company has a Bradford factor. I 100% agree with this on a normal employee circumstance basis. However, mine was far from normal and I was penalised for being at my desk two days after I had been raped. The points started to rise, the warning started to happen and this just pushed me further and further to anxiety attack after anxiety attack. I was punished for trying to do my best in an awful situation. I was punished for giving my clients every ounce of professionalism and passion, even though I was facing hell every single day. The words from your HR department kept ringing in my head. Your company policy regarding the Bradford factor was read a thousand times. If I carried on the way I was, having days off, your HR department would have sacked me. I couldn't have a dismissal on my record. I was a passionate, hard-working female that was going through hell. I didn't need any more negativity towards me, so I had to give my notice. The day that it all got too much for me, I rang my doctors for help. I gave your HR department my notice, and through worry, fear and stress, I had to use a sick note to cover that period. I then left your company, and you, being none the wiser, and your HR department, rid of another too many sick days employees. I'm very pleased to say that I managed to get myself back on my feet with professional help and I am now in a job that I love and adore. However, your HR department failed me. You failed me and I worry that you may fail more brave, passionate women in the future. If I was to sit in a meeting with you, I would advise that your HR department is fully trained on how to handle unusual circumstances like these and that the Bradford Factor system needs to have some letter for circumstances like these. If a victim decides to let you or your HR department in on what is going on with them, then the duty and care of that member of staff needs to be raised. A member of staff needs to be trained in how to deal with this situation. I was failed by my employer. My end goal is to make sure women all over the country are not failed by theirs. It's time to make a change. And then at the end of this letter, I wrote in, or written in brackets that I'll not be disclosing my employer because I will be sending this letter to them personally. It's time to raise awareness. Sorry, my phone just went off then. Um, so that's my letter to my employer. I feel deeply passionate about that. Um, and I'm certain that a lot of other women throughout the world are having the same sort of issues um if you are as always my inboxes are always open you can find me on facebook and instagram at the spiritual survivor so let's talk about it i want to hear about your experiences whether your employers were really good or whether they were just as bad as mine but i am putting my promise out there to you that i'm going to do everything i can to make sure that more women are not being failed by their employers (laughs) 